Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Good Day Podcast. This is officially the final episode of season two, and we're actually jumping in to what I shared last week. This will be part two of the episode on life lessons, things I learned in 2022. And I know I said this last week, but it is just so crazy to me that we are down to the tail end of the year. You guys, there's just a couple weeks left in 2022. And that's just so crazy to me. I mean, the year flew by so fast. And I feel like I had a lot of growth this year in lots of different areas of my life, which is why I wanted to kind of end season two and really end our uh, talks here on the podcast this year by just reflecting on some life lessons I learned. I always like to do this in the at the end of the year. I know we all do, but I just especially love to sit down and kind of reflect on the year. You know, I keep a paper planner. I love my paper planner. I will never stop raving about it. I have used one now, I think for close to a decade. I get them from Erin Condren. Their life planners are just such a source of joy for me. I write everything down in them. They, they're what keep me organized and productive every single day. Um, but anyway, I like to look at those at the end of the year and just like flip through the weeks and the months to see what all I did and we did as a family because I write down lots of little random things in there too like if the kids were homesick from school or you know something special was going on on with them or whatever like they're almost like a mini journal in a sense and so I just really enjoy this time of year sitting down and reflecting on everything that happened in 2022. And I feel like for me, and I said this last week, that it really was a year of growth for me, of evolving, of um, diving in personally, like more, even more to my faith and just focusing on self-care a lot, focusing on self-improvement a lot. Uh, so that's kind of what the year was for me. But anyway, I shared a few life lessons in last week's episode. If you did not listen to that, if you happen to miss it, I will link that down below if you want to catch up on that. Uh, but today I have a couple more life lessons. I've actually saved my favorite for last. And then I thought we'd chat through some goals I have for 2023. That feels so crazy <laughs> to say 2023. Um, okay, so another life lesson I wanted to share with you guys. And I feel like this, this is really the most important thing I think I learned in 2022. And that is to pay close attention to the things that make you happiest in life. You know, what truly fills your soul and makes you full of joy and happiness, what are those things? And are you making time for those things? And I shared in last week's episode that I struggled some with like work-life balance, not necessarily taking any significant times off from work. And while I didn't do well with that portion of the work-life balance, I do feel like I did better with just on the day-to-day balancing my life better than I did in the previous years because I really honed in on what makes me the happiest and making time for those things just in my day-to-day life, like little things. There were so many times in this past year with Aves at home, my last little one at home, and oh my gosh, I could do a whole episode on the emotions of that as we prepare to send her to kindergarten next year and just kind of this year, I feel like I'm just grasping to 
time with her and to spending as much time with her that I can during the day since she'll be in kindergarten next year. So that's been very much like on my mind uh, lately. And so I've just, I love spending time with her. And so that's just something that I have tried to in my day to day really carve out time for each and every day and figure out, okay, this is work time and this is just mom time and what that looks like. And I'm so fortunate to be home with her and my husband helps, my mom helps, like it's a whole village of us that kind of, you know, spend time with her throughout the day, depending on what's going on. But just, that's just like one example of really prioritizing little things that make me happy with her, like spending my afternoon laying with her if she's taking a nap and reading her books and little things like that. But I think the thing that's scary about life is that you can, it goes so fast that you can go through your days and your weeks on autopilot. I did a whole episode on living life in autopilot because I think you just get so stuck in your routines that you forget to stop and be like, what are little things that are bringing me joy and that make me the happiest? And how can I do more of those things? And yeah, I just think this year, that's just something that I was constantly trying to keep top of mind, you know, and prioritizing those things, whatever they may be. If it's self-care, if it's going for a walk, if it's spending time with a friend or whatever. And I did more of that this year, spending time with friends and family than I have in the last few years because I prioritized those things. Because, you know, if you're not prioritizing them and making it happen, it won't happen because life gets so busy with all the other stuff. And I don't know if you guys have, there's a YouTube video that's been out for several years. I think it has like several million views. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's on this topic of like figuring out what your priorities are in life. And this guy, I think it was a professor, has this empty jar and he's in front of his class and he fills a jar with golf balls. And it's like three fourths of the way full with golf balls. And he asks the class, is the jar full? And they say, well, yeah, yeah, the jar is full. Then he takes out this little cup of pebbles and he dumps those in and they kind of fall in around the golf balls and of course make the jar more full. And he asks the class, is the jar full now? And they say, yeah. Then he takes out a, a cup of sand and he dumps that in over the pebbles and the golf balls. And now the jar, of course, is like very, very full and heavy. And he says, is the jar full? And they say, yeah, it's full. And he uses that as like a metaphor to show that the golf balls are the big important things in your life, like your family, your friends, your health, your passions. And then the pebbles represented other things like your home, your job, things that were important, but not as important. And the sand just represented like the small stuff, all the other stuff in our life that fills up our time and our days. And he shared with the class that if you fill your jar, your life up with the sand, all the extra little stuff that doesn't really matter, there's no room left in the jar for the bigger things like the golf balls and the pebbles, the things that are really important and how you have to think about that as you're filling up your life and your days, you know, what's the most important and what can I, what can I prioritize here? So I'm not just filling up my life with the sand, the little stuff. I hope that makes sense. I can link that video 
in the description for you guys if you haven't seen it. It's it's super popular. But it it's just an important reminder, you know, if you fill your life with a bunch of the little stuff that doesn't matter, or you stress over a bunch of the little stuff that doesn't matter, it's such a distraction and truly just takes away from the important things, you know, and what are the important things to you and slowing down enough to even realize those and prioritize them is so important because the thing is like with me, the way my brain works is I am constantly thinking 90 miles an hour about everything I need to get done, the list of things I didn't get done, all kinds of extra little things. And I think that's why, just to be honest, I think that's why meal planning and just cooking in general is so tough for me because I am not slowing down enough to just think on those simple little things. So when it's five o'clock and I've got all the other stuff done and the work I needed to get done and all that, I'm like, oh crap, what am I supposed, like, what am I going to make for dinner now? I didn't plan ahead because my mind is so cluttered with other things. And those things are important. I'm not saying they aren't, but you know what I mean? Like, cooking a healthy meal for my family is a priority for me. So I need to clear out some other stuff, some of the sand that's distracting from other things that's preventing me from from creating a meal plan each week and from executing that, making sure I have all the stuff for it. A simple thing like that to me, you know, can get pushed to the side easily. And that's just one example. And I'm sure you can think of those things in your own life. But yeah, that was just something that I really tried to pay attention to. It's just like, what makes me the happiest in life? Let's do more of that and less of things that stress me out or less of things that uh, aren't bringing me maybe the joy they used to. And obviously we all have to do stuff that doesn't bring us joy. (laughs) I was just telling my son this, this morning, you know, as we're headed into this last stretch of school before their Christmas break starts uh, in like two weeks, my kids are struggling to want to even go to school. They just want to be home every day. They're in Christmas mode. And I told my son this morning, I'm like, you know, mindset is everything. If you know, we all have to do stuff we don't want to do. So you have two options. You can either do it and have a bad attitude, and it will be even harder. Or you can do it and have a good attitude and maybe enjoy it along the way or make the best of it and have it be a more positive experience. And so obviously, not everything we do is going to bring us joy. Not everything we do is going to be, you know, fabulous and fun and awesome. But you know what I mean? Like we have to slow down enough and not live in autopilot where you realize this is what makes me happy and I want to do more of it and this is not serving me anymore and I'm gonna let it go and I did that a lot in my business this year is figuring out things that I was doing that I was spinning my wheels on that weren't really giving me any results and dropping those things and then doing more of what I was seeing results from and that's another life lesson like keep evolving that way you know, keep evaluating what's working for me now and what's serving me and what's not and drop those things and do more of what's actually moving the needle forward. I just think that's so important in life and to just always be adapting. You know, you can't just stay the same and figuring out how to improve and grow is so important. So anyway, that was a big thing this year I focused on. One of my biggest lessons is just do more of what makes you happy. Take care of you and the people around you and uh, and prioritize those things and think about those things in your daily life. All right, next thing that I learned, and this is uh, a little bit more of a simple thing, but for me, it made a huge impact. And that is I work best by setting goals for myself. 
I figured that out by a lot of trial and error. Finally, this year at 36 years old, that I am a goal oriented person. And if I can set goals for myself that are attainable, but also require some hard work and effort and dedication, that I am way more productive if I have these little goals that I'm working towards. And I set like various goals for like my health and working out, my self-care, for my business and different things that I'm realizing I did that really well in the second half of the year. Not so much the first half of the year, but I really figured that out the second half of the year. And that may seem obvious to you. You're like, oh, wow, that's not that groundbreaking, Sarah. But here's the thing. I feel like little, you know, I always set goals. I always set goals, especially the first of the year. I love doing that kind of stuff. But often those goals were so big and lofty that it's like, wait, I don't even like, it just feels overwhelming. Like I'll start out strong working towards that goal. And then I fizzle out because it feels so far away. But for me, I realized just like setting these simple Again, attainable goals, but that require dedication really works for me. So I mentioned this once before, but I worked out every day in the month of August. I said, okay, I'm going to do this. I want to work out every single day without skipping a day. And I held myself to that and I actually did it, which again, might sound small to some of you, but to me, that felt like a nice little challenge and I loved it. I did so well in that. By the end of the month, I like wanted to keep working out. Like I was so hooked on it. And then another goal I have set for myself, and I shared this a few episodes back, I set some goals before the end of the year. Uh, one of which was to hit 100 miles on my treadmill. I got it in mid-October, so I wanted to be able to hit 100 miles on the tread before the end of the year, and I'm only 16 miles away from that now. And again, that might be a small goal to you, but to me, that felt like a big goal, but something I could do. And I just, it's, I realize my personality type does the best when I have these types of goals that I'm setting and that I'm trying to accomplish. And that is both for work and my personal life. I just have now become kind of obsessed with these with these little goals. And I want to keep rolling with that in 2023, even setting like a goal for each month or a goal for each quarter or something like that, or even for the week. Like it could even just be my goal for this week is to drink, you know, a gallon of water a day or whatever it may be. That's just an example. But yeah, my personality I, I find really does well with goals and also with routines. I set up a really strong morning routine this year. Again, like the second half of the year, the second half of the year was really where I, I shined. (laughs) I think the first half I was still kind of figuring things out, but the second half of the year, I set up a morning routine for myself and man, I have loved that. I've stuck with it. I'm consistent with it. If I don't do it, I feel off. So that's another thing I learned this year. Routines are really huge for me. You guys, We have painters coming today and they just showed up. I could hear them. We're getting our hallway and the stairs. We took out a big chunk of that wall going upstairs to uh, the bedroom up there. And anyway, they're coming to paint it because it's just been dry drywall there and they're talking really loud in the background. I hope you guys can't hear that too much. Um, But anyway, those are just a couple more things I learned this year. Um, Prioritizing things that make me the happiest 
setting goals for myself and I work well in routines. And those are things I really want to keep rolling into 2023. Okay, now let's jump on into my goals for 2023. I can't even believe I just I keep saying this. I can't believe it's it's almost 2023. That's so crazy to me. Um, but here's my thing I've been thinking about, and I was just talking to my husband about this last night. We went out for Mexican food with the kids, <laughs> which we do like way more often than we should. I was saying on stories last night, I'm like, I would be 10 pounds thinner if I just stopped eating Mexican food so many times, like every other day of my life, like chips and salsa. Mm, I, that's my jam right there. Um, but anyway, while we were at dinner, we were talking through some goals for the year and just kind of dreaming together a little bit. And, you know, I think for me, this is kind of vague, but my biggest goal is to just take more risks in 2023. I want to take more risks. I want to take chances. I want to step out and try new things. And I actually heard a podcast by Christine Kane probably two months ago now. And she said something in this podcast that when she said it, I like stopped in my tracks. I think I was like folding laundry or something as I was listening to this. And when she said it, I stopped what I was doing and I listened like three times to her say this and I wrote it in my notes and I want to share it with you guys because this is my goal for 2023 right here okay she says step out of the boat get up and take some action stop waiting for it all to fall out of the sky don't be so concerned that you step out of the will of God that you're too afraid to step into the will of God he's a big God he can handle your mistakes he can redirect you if you step off course God will not lose you it's okay to step out in order to find out if this is where God is leading you I mean how incredible is that because you know what the thing that struck me about that is I am so bad at big decisions because I'm constantly worried about one the worst case scenario always happening that's how my mind likes to work it's awesome um but I'm always worried about like something that I try failing or going really badly or me regretting making that decision or whatever it may be and I love how she says that like God is a big God and he can handle your mistakes he can redirect you if you step off course that to me is so exciting because that just gives me such like passion and fire under my feet to go and try new things and to take risks and to take to challenge myself to step out of my comfort zone because God will not lose me in that and I think if your heart is in the right place and you truly believe you're following where God is leading you you know I don't think that gives you permission to just run out and make reckless decisions but if God is really leading you in that direction and you know that's your heart's desire then go for it. Why are you so afraid to step out of the boat and take some action? It's not just going to fall out of the sky. What you want in life is not just going to fall in your lap. It never will. You have to put in the work. And as you know, and I always say this, we mindset is everything. We only get this one life to take advantage of and to use to the fullest and why not go for it? Why not look at all the things that could happen instead of thinking about all the things that could go wrong? Like think of what could go right, you know? And, I, and I'm not good at that. And like I just said, I, with big decisions, I'm talking like life-changing type of decisions. I always think to the worst case, like the what can go wrong instead of what could go right. And I want to change that. I do. I want to change that so much in the new year. 
And I think it starts with little decisions and it gets, you know, rolled into bigger things in life. But I just, oh, I love that so much. I wish I could get that whole quote put on like a poster, you know, step out of the boat, get up and take some action. It's okay to step out in order to find out if this is where God is leading. And that's so true. How will you ever find out if what God is leading or or what God is putting on your heart, how it can change your life or the direction things could go or the surprises? Like God has surprised me so many times along these last several years in my life. I mean, it still is a shock to me that I get to do what I am doing now and that this is what God planned for me, even just for this season of life that I'm in. I have no clue how long I will be doing what I'm doing right now, but I can tell you for sure I am surprised every day that God is letting me do this and this is even a thing and that's so cool because I took that step years ago to put myself out there and to just go for it and to see what would happen. And I think we can all think of those things in our lives that we are kind of like feeling like God's leading us in, but we're scared and we're hesitant to do it. And we're worried about what could go wrong. So I just think like going into the new year, what an amazing motto, like what an amazing approach to take to anything that comes your way. Step out of the boat. God's a big God and he can handle your mistakes. He can redirect you. And you know what? You probably will. We probably will face challenges in those things. You're probably going to hit tons of speed bumps along the way, tons of, you know, diversions, tons of things that maybe don't go right, challenges or whatever. And I think it's easy for your brain to be like, or at least mine, be like, oh my gosh, this isn't the right thing then. I wasn't supposed to do this because if this, all these problems are happening, why is this right? You know, we expect those things to be easy when we step out for God, but I think often it's opposite. Like there's more challenges and things you have to keep trusting God in to redirect you and to, and to, to take care of you. So anyway, totally rambling on off, (laughs) off track on this now, but I just, Love that so much. Put that in my notes and that's what I'm thinking of for the next year. You know, I want to hold everything with open hands, whether it's blogging, podcasting, what I do now. I have no idea if what I do now will be what I'm doing in a year. And I want to keep my hands open with these blessings God's given me and to just try to walk through the doors as he's opening them and the opportunities that come to me just have wisdom to uh, to know the direction to go, but also like this fearless heart where I know, hey, if I mess up, God's got me. He's got my back and it will be okay. So that's really my main goal. I have other little random things I could share with you simple little things, business things, personal things. You know, I have those, a a few of them anyway. I haven't thought through all all of what I want to do in the new year. But that's the big one. And that's the one I wanted to share with you because I hope that you two would kind of embody this fearless spirit going into 2023 where you're ready to step out of the boat you're ready to get up and take some action and to watch God perform in your life and to not be afraid to step out of the will of God because he's got you and he can handle the mistakes he can handle the bumps in the road the challenges and you can handle it too you know you have the capacity to handle whatever comes your way believe in yourself remember the times you got through those hard things before when you didn't think you could but you did and you survived and you made it through you did it then and you can do it again and that's kind of the fearless heart i want to take into the new year and just want to to power me through and i'm excited for the new year and i hope you guys are too and i'm also just so grateful 
for what this year has been for me, you know, on paper. And I think I said this in last week's episode, I don't feel like I had any big flashy accomplishments. You know, I didn't have any big, I didn't start some extra business. I feel like every blogger out there now is launching their own products, their own business, their own this, their own that. I kind of had a little bit more of a quieter journey this year for myself personally, but I worked really hard in my business and I saw great growth there. And then I also worked even harder on my personal on myself, on my self-care, on my mental health, on my spiritual health, on diving into my family and my kids and friends and really prioritizing those things that matter to me in my life. And that's what I'm the most proud of this year. So, um, so yeah, I hope as we wind down into this busy time, the holidays and all that, I hope that you can take time to be still and to reflect and to soak it in. You know, Christmas is just a few weeks away at this point. So soak it in, enjoy it to the best of your ability because we all know it'll be over in a flash. Anyway, you guys, I'm going to wrap it up here. But again, just thank you so much for hanging out with me this year on the podcast. I truly enjoyed it so much. And I am so grateful for this little community and for all of you that listen to me each and every week. I hope you have a fabulous day wherever you are in the world. And I will chat with you soon. Bye.